Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And today we are talking about the CCR that we have been reading lately. Um, I have been reading some good stuff uh, that I will talk about, and I've been reading some not so amazing stuff that I will not be talking about. <laughs> Uh, because we're not that kind of podcast. So, <laughs> but there have been some books lately that I've been like, well, I'm not talking about that one. Um, I don't know if that's me or if it's the books. It's probably me. Uh, it's probably me because this life, <laughs> life has been upheaval with moving and stuff. So um, yeah, I think but, it goes in phases though, too. And, and I mean, I tend to read quite a lot and mm-hmm. we do this particular episode once a month. So in between reading for some of the specific podcasts, there's usually, you know, enough other that I can go, yes, I would talk about that one, or hmm, I hope the next one is one that, <laughs> that will make it uh, into the reading list. But there's usually at least two that I would be happy to talk about. Excellent. It's not just me. <laughs> no. no, it's me. I've only got one today. I mean, oh, no. if you and I... I've been, I mean, I also read outside of CCR. Yeah. So I mean, we don't talk about outside of CCR. No. As we don't, a we don't talk about it. Um, but I've had a run of DNF as well, which is a do not finish. And I had a 70% DNF, which is Ooh, incredibly ouch. unusual for yeah. me. So, which was one I thought I might be talking about today. So I only have one today. Um, we've also had COVID oh. visiting our house and I've been mm. nursemaid for a lot of days out of the last three weeks since we recorded. So um, that's that's my reading time gone. I've been running yeah. around feeding yeah, sure. doing stuff. Yeah. So yeah. life can happen sometimes, but I'm exactly. with you on um, this has been a bit of a lean month in terms of recent reads for me yeah. as well. All right. Um, you want to do your one first? <laughs> I'll do my one first. So okay. I was very happy to. So I'm also on a bit of a mission to try and get my TBR list in my Kindle slightly smaller than it currently is so I went back and read um, Finding Peace by Melanie D. Snicker and that's from her Love's, Com- Love's Compass series and I think Valerie have you talked about this one on the podcast before? I am not sure I have talked about some in that series but I'll be very honest and say that the titles are so um, I don't I can't the word's gone neutral yeah. They, they, don't, <laughs> yeah. like, they don't speak of the story to me so I don't remember yeah. for sure if this is one I've read or not yeah so we may or may not have talked about it before but this is the first <laughs> book in love love's Com- love love's compass series I'll be able to talk in a minute called finding peace and it's set in a north Texas small town and Laurie the heroine is a professional photographer and she has come from a wealthy background but she wants to do things herself and um, not rely on her family money so she set up her photography studio with it and she has an apartment upstairs but she's not in the best part of town it's a bit Ah, seedy where she is and there goes yes he's like I am done Books by Cooney. <laughs> yeah, and then the hero is a policeman, a cop. So his name's Tuck. And so um, the first, the, the, basically the way they meet is her car gets broken into and he turn, does the call out to, okay. to deal with that. And then her studio gets broken into oh my goodness. and he finds, yeah, so all these things happen. And then he finds out that um, she does photography with special needs kids. 
and um, his nephew has autism. So that's kind of what draws them together. But I really enjoyed this one. As I said, it had been on my TBR list for probably four years, maybe even longer. It's an older title that had been, yeah, one I really wanted to read and hadn't had a chance to read. So I'm glad I've had a chance to start this series and I really enjoyed Finding Peace. It was a really, really easy to read and I've been looking for easy to read stories lately that are okay, yeah. I don't think it's possible to go completely wrong with a Melanie Snitker book. Yeah. Um, like, I obviously like some better than others for various reasons, many of them to do with me, not her. Um, <laughs> but there's, I don't think there's ever been one that I was like, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm really happy to... I don't don't think I've read this one um, because I've read many. I won't say all, but I've read many of Melanie's. And this I'm not 100% sure I've read them all either, but I've read quite a few. I'm going to have to, that sounds fun. And I do love, we should do, um, I'm going to make a note because we should do a police officer hero um, episode because there are some really good police officer books out there. Um, yeah. yeah, and we have not highlighted them, so we should do that. Yes, um, yeah, good plan. And yeah, <laughs> and it's not romantic suspense either. So it was yes, yeah, yeah. So many times they are, but we. I think there are enough. Like I can think of <laughs> two enough. or three off the top of my head where yeah. they are just police officers. So um, does that yeah. go against what we sometimes say about is it a police officer romance if the police officer ring part isn't a major part of it? Uh, or are we getting too sidetracked here? Well, I mean, well, we can, we, these, these episodes always run a little short so we can be a little sidetracked. Um, but I would say like, just because like, it doesn't have to be major crimes. If he's coming for the call outs for, a robbery or that sort of thing I would think that would still like it doesn't have to be where he's chasing off a stalker or something um I would think you know police officers do all sorts of things that are not necessarily especially in small towns yeah yeah Um, I sometimes read our small small town police blotter and read about the yeah the the people who (laughs) yeah yeah chasing sheep in a field and (laughs) you know like it's it it can get pretty exciting yeah it sounds it's amazing (laughs) what's your first book valerie uh my first book you guys ready for this yeah winning the cowboy billionaire Woo! by emmy eugene i know i know it's nothing like adding up a couple of major tropes and getting (laughs) them into one book um and a lot of times, some of the, the tropey books um, can be fairly forgettable. This one was pretty unique in that the heroine, whose name is Ollie, is a perfume manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And she's, and um, Emmy Eugene really did, was very consistent with that. So it, this heroine is constantly like, I don't know. She sniffs up the hero's jacket like, mm, I could bottle that. What what would I use? You know, <laughs> kind of stuff. And everything to her is what what is the combination of smells that goes into this? So that was super unique. I don't think I've ever read a, a perfumer. So she has this chance to um, 
to win a contract with a major department store to have her scents in all these stores. So this is a major, major breakthrough, but mm -hmm. the guy who owns this company that would give her this mm -hmm. advertising break is old school and, and uh, thinks that, you know, it's a, should be a family thing. And she doesn't think she needs a man, but she'll get a fake boyfriend if that's what she needs. So she asks the guy next door who happens to be this cowboy billionaire. And turns out, of course, that he was already sort of interested in her, but far too busy to figure out how he could do something about it. Mm -hmm. And um, so they, he agrees, his name is Spur, in good cowboy fashion. He <laughs> agrees, they begin, uh, they begin dating, they decide it's for real. And then there are issues partly with his parents who are very protective of the family money. Anyway, a lot of it was predictable, but the perfume creation um, kept it from being too predictable, in my opinion. So, yeah. I'm surprised mm -hmm. his parents didn't hate him with the name like Spur. Spur. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one of those where we're all nickname? there eight months. Uh, if so, it's never said it is. Okay. Okay. Um, I or can't him. remember offhand the names of all his brothers because, of course, there's a, a busload of them, but they're none of them are, you know, Tom or jerry yeah so. so are they like what we would call in australia cattle barons so is the billionaire yes. money from the cattle um or is that from something else it, which i'm, yeah, I'm from always raising, curious i think it was from i'm trying to remember i read this one a few weeks ago um i think it was for raising um horses for the rodeo business or something okay. like that okay but it, yeah it had to do with the with the ranch that's good yeah yeah but Very yeah cool. Anyways, I, I could just like see you guys' eyes doing the roll thing when I gave the title. Nice. And I, I kind of did that myself when I looked at it on Amazon. I was like, oh, what the heck? I'll give this a try. And because of the perfume part. And, yeah. and I mean, I, I'm not into perfume. It's not my thing. But it really made a unique storyline that I thought. It was is a good. super unique idea. It's a, it's a really mm. unique career and it's trajectory. All the way and, yeah. I mean, it's nice that she incorporated it as opposed to, oh, this is her really cool career that you never hear about ever again. Yeah, exactly. Because we, as we were just talking a moment ago, <laughs> if we did an episode on people who make perfumes, <laughs> she would fit because it's, it's her life. It's her whole thing. So yeah, it's funny because, well, no, I could, I could say too much about towards the end of the, but uh, <laughs> if, if you think that you would like a little bit of a unique twist on mm -hmm. the whole cowboy billionaire thing, then uh, give this a shot. Cool. And then there's a whole bunch more brothers you can read about afterwards. So is this book one in the series? Um, yeah, it is. Okay. Yep. And it's the only one I've read at this okay. point. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm going to. Might, I've might. got a TBR, yeah. but I might, but I might. Yeah. There. So my first book is Betsy by Sarah Monson. Um, um, that is that. the last in her Sewing in SoCal series. Um, it is Betsy. She calls it the grumpy sunshine trope, which was the first time that I had ever heard of that trope in my life when I saw her talking about it um, somewhere maybe on Inspire Romance. Did she blog about it? I think she might have blogged about it. I think it, it. Mm. might have been in our Facebook group, the okay. Christian Romance Reader Gathering. 
Okay. There so you go. That's what it was. Part of that, then come yeah. on over and find us. Yeah. Um, so it is, but she flipped it a little bit because I guess normally in the grumpy sunshine trope, and I didn't realize there was a normally, but there is. And normally it is the guy who's grumpy and the girl who is sunshine and has to like shake the grumpy one out of his grumpiness into jolliness. Um, but in this one, Betsy is the grumpy one and the guy is the sunshine. Um, and I didn't write his name down. Um, his last name is North. And I only Asher. knew Asher. Thank you. Um, Finished it yesterday. Oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> so that's still <laughs> relatively fresh. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, the lead singer of a Christian worship band. Um, and I will say that as I was reading it, the only, I kept getting pulled out of the story a little bit every time they mentioned the band name because it's the same band name as in Then There Was You by Kara Isaac. So um, the same Christian worship band uh, because his last name is North. So it's True North or Do North, true. whatever it, True, True North, which I believe is the same thing. I know that it's at least very close. I never did go look it up, but I, I kept like, plink, you know, every time I get to the band name it'd be plink. And then I'd be off in Australia for a minute. And then I'm like, no, no, that's, that's a different story. Well, it's clearly time to go reread then there was you because I'm like, Blink, it's calling to me. But, um, but Betsy is a really delightful read. Um, of the Sewing in SoCal series, this one might be my favorite and not just because it's the one I most recently read. Um, I like Betsy. I like her. She is a quintessential fiery Latina and she's not apologetic about it at all, which I love. Um, I love that she doesn't necessarily fit the stereotypical Latina look. Um, and so she has to sort of fight that some, uh, expectations from people. Um, and I love that she sort of didn't want to give up easily on her reasons for not dating musicians or, um, performing music. Uh, you know, she, she took some, she took a good bit of persuading to, um, to be to broken down. I, <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes, you know, writers in general, and I know I've been guilty of it, will set up this big backstory hurdle that has to be overcome. And then it's like, you get to the end and it's like, you don't do the justice to the hurdle. And it's like, you just kind of, instead of jumping over and conquering the hurdle, it's like, well, maybe I'll just crawl around. Um, and so- and you knock it over and just yeah. kind of crawl through feel a little let down and this was not a let down at all it but it also was not so super angsty because you know that Beth does not love super duper angst so this was not like the level of angst where I'm turning it off and going to wash dishes because I just can't even with these characters anymore so um it was it was really basically perfect so I, enjoyed I think it a lot. that my favorite one of the five would be the second last one which I think is Amanda I, yes. And the, she has the, yeah, undiagnosed yeah. Uh, autoimmune disease that she has diagnosed by calling it Dolores. Yes. And um, I found that one to be really very interesting with the autoimmune stuff in it, That's as well as a great. That would have been my favorite until I read Betsy. So it would be my second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I have a question. Yeah. Is uh, with grumpy sunshine, particularly if you're talking about it's often the hero who's grumpy, is that similar to Beauty and the Beast? 
Probably. In terms of trope? Or is it different? Uh, That's what would be my question. I think it's a little different, but there's certainly some stuff in it because in the beauty and the beast trope, the, the beast will usually have a actual deformity of some sort, scars or or something. That's what makes him grumpy though. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. so, so yeah. Related, I think. That's interesting. Yeah. We that should interesting. we should do a grumpy sunshine um, episode sometime. Okay. <laughs> and see if we can think up some as i say i have one book now well i've got a couple of others but um but yeah we we might want to like chat about that you know off screen sorry people yeah i make sure that we'd have enough to do an episode Mm. i wonder there's probably some overlap also um with hate to love because yeah often with hate to love the reason they don't get along with each other is because he's such a grump and she's such an airhead, you know, kind of, that kind of um, interplay. So, but yeah, we could, we should, we should talk off air. I'm sure this is probably, yes. but we'd love to tell us what you think <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> uh, about grumpy sunshine. Um, especially if we're going to do an episode on it, uh, leave those book recs, like, cause I have one, it's Betsy by Sarah Monson. Um, and I could use some others if we're going to do that episode. I could use yeah. some ideas to yeah. talk about for sure. Um, Narelle, you only have the one, is that correct? I did indeed. So All this right. means that Valerie and you can have three. What a treat. All right, Valerie, hit me up. What's next? Um, next is Along Came Love by Carrie Taransky. And um, Confession. I read this one um, for a previous episode, but then I didn't mention it. So um, because it takes place in Vermont and I knew that I had read one of her books um, before that was set up there somewhere. I couldn't remember for sure and hunted it down and realized that the one I had read was book two in a series. And oh, look, book one looked interesting. (laughs) Um, So that was Along Came Love. Uh, It's a single mom, Lauren. She returns to Vermont when her son's father passes away. The guy who never knew that she was pregnant. So she moves in with her aunt and begins preparation to open an art and antique gallery. Um, So there's all kinds of reasons why she never told him which become clear throughout the story um but that does you know kind of come back to bite her sure um as it as it should in a story right yes. um the um the guy is a former missionary his name is Wes he's stranded there like literally he's walking down the road in a blizzard she mm. makes a, her mind up not to pick up the scruffy looking guy but then she lands in a snowbank and he helps her get out and then she has to be nice to him so that's how it starts so that's kind of funny um but there's secrets they're both they're both keeping secrets um her son's father is part of her secret and he has other ones and so when those start coming out then uh, there are the predictable um fallout from that Um, The second one, Surrendered Hearts, is also in that series. I did give another skim through that one because I'm like, oh, wait, um, these characters are secondary in the first one. And I don't really remember completely what happened to them. So, Is Surrendered Hearts the one with the the burns, the scars? I want to say yes. She has facial scarring, I believe. 
I, I've read, I the think one. that's, I think, I think so. that's the one that I've read. Uh, Cause yeah, I liked that yes, a lot. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, she, she's always wearing like long sleeves and, and collars and yeah, stuff. From a, a fire. A fire. fire. Yes. Yeah. That okay. is the one. Okay. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, so there's a prequel. Yeah. And it's called <laughs> Along Came Love. <laughs> I need to read it. <laughs> Another episode we could do someday would be yeah. some of our favorite rereads, books that we actually do go back to. Yeah. I don't very often. So there would be not many on my list, but I know you do far more than I do. I do. I reread a lot. Yeah. Um, so for you, it would have to be, which ones have I read four times? Right. Yeah. It's like, how long is this episode? Because like, I can stop for hours. <laughs> All right. My second one is Love You Truly by Susan L. Tuttle, which I, I feel like, was it Narelle, did you recommend this one maybe on the podcast and I added it to my, my list? No, no, but one of one of our guests did. I can't remember okay. who, but I'm Somebody, certain one of our guests has. This is yeah. one where, like, I listened to our own podcast and I was so excited. And um, it is a reality show, so maybe back to that reality show podcast is where I got From this a year and a half ago. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> um, it is a nurse, and she she's a nurse and an aspiring photographer. It's not medical romance because she spends no time in the hospital. Like you just happen to know that she's a nurse, but what she really, her passion is to be a photographer. So, so it's um, a photographer's romance. Yes. It's a photographer, it's a romance. Romance. <laughs> but not even that. You could do an episode on that. We yeah. haven't done an episode on photographers, but there's a lot of photographers there running are. around there in are. CCR. Yeah. Um, she has a disabled sister um, and so she wants to help her sister wants to set up this nonprofit to get wheelchairs to kids who need them, but can't afford them. Um, and so she's trying to get, you know, save up every penny she has to get the startup funds so that this corporation might match their funds or, or, you know, it's sort of a, if you can provide X amount, then we'll see you're serious and we'll provide Y amount situation. So She's struggling to find this money. And so because of that, she agrees to go on a dating show that's similar to The Bachelorette, where there's a cash prize at the end. The Bachelor in question is a movie star um, who really doesn't love the Hollywood life, but his mother, who is a real piece of work actress, um, is really pushing him because like, if his show is a success, then there will be a spinoff show that will feature her. So she it's needs starting this. Starting to sound familiar. <laughs> she needs this to get her show off the ground. And that's really all she cares about. So she's involved behind the scenes of this show, like vetting the contestants and trying to push. Like, these are the ones we're for sure going to keep on because it's good drama. You know, it doesn't. And he's like, but I don't like her. And the mom is like, I don't care. You know, she's going to bring ratings and we need this to be a success. So this is who you need to end up with because of the ratings kind of thing. Um, and our nurse slash aspiring photographer was definitely not supposed to be the girl who gets chosen at the end. Um, but she is, of course, the one that he falls for. Um, and she she just wants the money uh, for this um for this nonprofit, but the, there's some ins and outs and whys and motivations that are all just really well done. Um, and not, 
like really realistic and the kinds of things that I think sometimes we don't think about, um, you know, growing up as the sibling of a medically high need child, you know, what does that do to your uh, psyche as you grow up sort of in the shadow of this, this other sibling who needs so much more from your parents and um, how you deal with that and what that does in terms of uh, coming into your own. But what I loved more than anything else, besides the fact that the story was super engrossing and I totally neglected housework for like a day and a half while I was trying, like every time I'm like, mom's reading. No, no. Yes. Eat that. That's fine. What I, well, I don't know what you're eating, but that's fine. That sounds great. Um, <laughs> um, was that the faith aspect of this was so integral for both of the characters, for the plot, for the whole thing, it just was really, really well done. And so like, you could not have pulled the faith out of the story and had the same story. Um, and I love, it's hard to do, um, yes. I think, and it's hard to do well. And this was not only done, but done very, very well. I really, really appreciated that aspect of it. So I think it might've been my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> Because the the setup and the the mother son thing, I know I've read that. Okay. I don't remember the other half so well though. I'm gonna have to look it up. Okay. And see. It's Remind worth a reread. Me. I would reread this. We'll we'll absolutely reread this book. Um, it's rereadable. What's the title again? Love You Truly by Susan L. Tuttle. I don't have my list here where I can grab it easily, but I'll, I okay. will look for that and uh, remind me to stick a comment in, yeah. on YouTube. On I that. found it okay. only because I'm the one that does all the social media. So I actually have all the episodes <laughs> in a oh, note in my you. phone, which makes it searchable. So episode 79. <laughs> and Oh, no, uh, maybe not. No, it's right. not. It's not that one. Sorry. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> it's one of the, it is an episode though. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it was probably the, the reality TV one. It was like, is, is my guess. It was like about a year ago. Yeah. Like September ish last year. Ish, ish, ish. Clubberell <laughs> looks. Do you have a third one? I do. Excellent. Um, I recently read Love and the Silver Lining by Tammy L. Gray. It's the second book in the series. Um, talked about the first one, which of course I didn't write down the title of that one. A um, couple months, two, three months ago. Mm -hmm. um, there was things about this one that I liked and things that I didn't like quite so well. But mm -hmm. what I appreciated was um, twist, turning a trope on its head. Ooh, yay. So, um, and it's, it's a best friends that do not end up together. Oh, okay. So in the first book, um, Cameron is the... Okay, first of all, the series is in first person point of view, heroine only. So okay. you're never in any of the guys' heads. Um, and in the first book, um, she's the, the heroine is dating Cameron, who's like the worship leader for the church. And he goes off and joins a band at the end. Sorry if that's a spoiler, but it's important to book two. Um, so... Um, and even in the first book, you know that Cameron and Darcy are best friends and they're always hanging out. You know that Darcy's going on a mission trip soon. So now that now we're in Darcy's head for book two, uh, Love and the Silver Lining. And um, 
her mission trip winds up following through, but she's already given notice on her job and her apartment and everything. So her life is in total chaos and she doesn't know what to do and where to live. And, and so this other guy in Cameron's band, uh, Cameron's still her best friend. And he's like, well, you can move in with me. And she's like, well, that's kind of weird. And, but he's not thinking like that just what friends would do. Right. You know, like, bunch of other guys in in that he's living with it's not just wouldn't be just the two of them but the other guy in the band says well my sister needs a roommate so let me arrange that so he does um and then so she's she gets to know this other guy whom she also knew forever they all were teenagers together back in the dark ages so she's she and bryson start to fall for each other but meanwhile um cameron is suddenly realizes that he loves Darcy and gets a little weird about it. Uh, so they, but they wind up not together again. Sorry for the spoiler, but I think you've kind of figured that out from the uh, blurb on Amazon anyway. So she the third book apparently right. is Cameron's story. So I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of over Cameron. <laughs> if, if you're going to spoil it all, does Darcy end up with Bryson? Is that, is that who she then ends up with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I mean, it's in the blurb. Yeah. You, you, okay. I mean, if, well, if it's not spelled out quite that point blank, I mean, we know how a romance blurb is written and what it looks like. So yeah, that's who she ends up with. Okay. Um, but um, so, and then of course, there's the giveaway that book three is it's on pre-order and it's about Cameron. <laughs> like, oh, Cameron, finally. But I don't know, it's kind of a lot of a jerk in this story. So oh. I'm not entirely sure that I care. Sorry okay. about that, Tammy, because you kind of had me till now. But um, it was, and it had to be a fine line. Like I can see she, you know, Darcy needed reasons to fall for Bryson and not for Cameron. But on the other hand, yeah, I don't. Know. It's hard. Those redeem the unredeemable character books are mm. are hard. They're hard. Yeah. They're hard to write. They're hard to read. They're hard to decide you want to read it. They're. I mean, yeah. There's another one we could do. Yeah. Well, and as a writer, like you can't do that as the first book because then nobody's going to read anything yes. else in the series because you have that horrible character and nobody, yeah. everybody hated her. So then you save it for like the last, but then people see who it is and they're like, nope, don't care. And it, so it's really, it's really tricky. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. I do enjoy Tammy's writing style. Mm -hmm. So, you know, come back to me in six months and find out if- uh, You see, if you I... need a breather. You need a little breather. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Maybe. And it's yeah. traditionally published, so the breather is built in. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, even if it was fast, you need the breather to build up the money to, to be able to afford it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. My third one is actually a series. It's not a complete series, but it is the first um, three books, like a prequel and then two full-length books. Um, and I'm also cheating because it's Romantic Suspense. I know. I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry, but um, I was going to say, you don't sound sorry at all. <laughs> um, it is the Snap Agency series by Natalie Walters. And I will tell you, I got these books because book two, which is actually the third book, because there's like the prequel and then book one, book two. Book two talks about um, some of the suspensey mystery has to do with Los Alamos National Laboratory, which I grew up in Los Alamos. My dad worked at the laboratory. So like, if you have to do with Los Alamos National Laboratory, I will read your book um, or Los Alamos, just in general, Los Alamos, New Mexico. I'm there hundred percent. 
Now, I also... <laughs> you do know that neither Norell or I are likely to write a book. So. No, I know. I know. I'm telling the world. I'm telling the world. <laughs> um, but I am also going to be kind of hard on those stories because I lived there for a lot of my life. Um, I was disappointed that um, Los Alamos was a very teeny tiny tangential aspect of the story. Like they, it's in the blurb. So I expected more. Um, and in the first book, like they have this character who lives in New Mexico, not at, not at Los Alamos, but I'm like, okay, we, so we already met this character who's from New Mexico. So surely we're going to go to La, no, we, we don't. Um, so, but that's okay. <laughs> they were still, they are set in Washington, DC. So I do enjoy, I enjoyed that. <laughs> They rode the Metro. Um, they had, it, it felt legit. It was not like an NCIS episode where you're like, you're not in Washington, DC. You're not even in Virginia. So um, I liked that. They, they were good. The setting was good. The snap agency itself is really kind of fun. Um, Does it but, stand for something? Yes. Did you write it down? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's strategic something. Something, something, something. something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so it's uh, founded by the prequel, which I think you get from Natalie's. No, I bought it on Amazon. Yeah, I bought it on Amazon. Um, is about the founders, how the agency came to be. He worked for the CIA and then this mission went bad. And so he left and had to come do this. Um, I will say also though, in that prequel, like he has this whole love interest thing going on, which is great and it's fantastic. And so then you're expecting to hear like, you have no idea, three books I've read. I don't know if he ended up with her. I have no idea. Like he's, I don't know. Like- Are they not even in the books or? He's so verklempt in that first book, like about if I go on this mission, will she be waiting? Am I, you know, if I do this, am I betraying my promises to her that I was leaving the CIA? All this stuff. And then we don't know, we don't know. So I'm like, I'm assuming that he ended up with her. I think- So is it romantic suspense then? Yeah, it, they're romantic suspense. But but like the first one was just, I guess, a setup of the agency. It And it, it could have been <laughs> romantic suspense, but I was a little sad. I kept reading, waiting to find out at least a little bit like his wife, his kids, because it's several years later, the first two books mm-hmm. after this prequel. And I'm like- I needed a little more in there, but I didn't get it. So, but so they're sad. still, they're good. And they are traditionally published as well. So the third one, I think just went on pre-order maybe. Um, you might not one. even be able to let her know that you would like a little more resolution here, please. And thanks. Yeah, it's probably too late. It's too late. Um, it would be in Treadwell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's two still, years out. You yeah. know, like I'll read book three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy and read book three. I am. Um, because I want to know what's going on. So um really maybe really in book it. eight, she'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's traditionally published, so I'm assuming it'll end in book three because that's what they do to us. But um <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> yes, it is a world of trilogies in there. Yes. Yeah. So I found the episode with um Love You Truly by Susan oh. L. Tuttle. And it is not what we think. It's I knew it wasn't reality oh, TV. That's okay. why I'm looking for it because we'll drive people crazy. It's actually episode 34 with Janine Roche where we talked about vacation romances. 
Oh, so you got to get back to episode 34. Is okay, where... I mean, they do go places as part of the reality show. Like they start. Who it... mentioned it? Does it say? It doesn't say. No, no I don't keep no. track of that. I'm sorry. That's too much tracking for me. <laughs> but that's okay, Valerie. Maybe you can go listen to episode 34 and you can work it out. You only have to give half an hour of your time and you'll know. <laughs> It's near the top of the list, so it might oh, be one of the. Books it'll be in my first. It'll be in my booklet. Yeah. But, yeah. And when when did episode thirty four? So that's like last. That's I, I got the time, time ago. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. This is last episode year. last summer sometime. This is like eighty three or eighty four. So yeah, it's yeah it's fifty ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Cool. I'm really tempted to go dash and grab my book and see if I can find it like, <laughs> right now. All right. Um, so here at the start, I was like, no, we always go short on these. No, no, we did not go short on this episode. <laughs> Oops. Um, but let us know what you've been reading CCR wise. We'd love to hear it. And, you know, if you want to sneak in romantic suspense, CCRS, I won't, I won't say anything about it. Valerie and Norel might, but I won't. Um, although Norelle likes, it's really just, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind romantic suspense. I don't mind. I didn't some. think of, interestingly, I didn't think of Natalie Walters as writing romance. So when you brought her name up, I'm like, really? That just okay. didn't sort of go ka-ching in my they, head. So they definitely yeah. like it is a relationship, like with a uh, meet cute and like a black moment, and they end up happily ever after. Yeah, like it, it definitely, yeah, work. The romance was there. It was a big part. So I hope that she doesn't mind being considered romantic suspense. I know another author who I consider romantic suspense who is very adamant that they write thrillers. So um, if I have offended Natalie Walters, I hope that she will accept my apology because that was not my intention. Um, so, but yes, let us know what you're reading in the comments. And um we appreciate you joining us at Story Chats, and we look forward to hearing from you. You can find information about the podcast at insbyromance.com slash storychats. And I don't always say that because I don't, I don't know if anybody actually goes to look, um, but you can if you want to. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe and the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone.